irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. You are now in the Sapphire Planet. The humpback whale, Megatera nova angulae, is a species of baleen whale, one of the larger Roqual species. Adults range in length from 12 to 16 meters, or 40 to 52 feet, and weigh approximately 36,000 kilograms, or 80,000 pounds. The humpback whale has a distinctive body shape, with an unusually long pectoral fins, and a knobby head. An acrobatic animal known for breaching and slapping the water with its tail and pectorals, it is a popular with whale watchers off the coast of Australia and the Americas. Humpback whale enthusiast and avid kayaker Mike Lee of Torrance, California says, and I quote, I never feel more alive than when I'm in the presence of a humpback whale. End quote. Male humpback whales produce a complex song lasting 10 to 20 minutes, which they repeat for hours at a time. Its purpose is not clear, though it may have a role in mating. Found in oceans and seas around the world, humpback whales typically migrate up to 25,000 kilometers, or 16,000 miles each year. Humpbacks feed only in summer in polar waters and migrate to tropical or subtropical waters to breed and give birth in the winter. 
During the winter, humpbacks fast and live off their fat reserves. Their diets consist mostly of krill and small fish. Humpbacks have a diverse repertoire of feeding methods, including the bubble net feeding technique. Like other large whales, the humpback was and is a target for the whaling industry. Once hunted to the brink of extinction, its population fell by an estimated 90% before a moratorium was introduced in the year 1966. While stocks have since partially recovered, entanglement in fishing gear, collisions with ships, and noise pollution continue to impact the 80,000 humpbacks worldwide. Humpback whales are rorquals in the family Balaenoteperidae, a family that includes the blue whale, the fin whale, the bride's whale, the sea whale, and the mink whale. The rorquals are believed to have diverged from other families of the suborder Mysacida as long ago as the Middle Miocene. However, it is not known when the members of these families diverged from one another. Though clearly related to the giant whales of the genus Balaenoptera, the humpback has been the sole member of its genus since Gray's work in the year 1846. More recently, though, DNA sequencing analysis has indicated the humpback is more closely related to certain rorquals, particularly the fin whale, and possibly to the gray whale, than it is to rorquals such as the mink whale. If further research confirms these relationships, it will be necessary to reclassify the rorquals. The humpback whale was first identified as Baleen de Nouvelle Angleterre by Merthyn Jacques Brisson in his Regionum Animale of the year 1756. In the year 1781, George Heinrich Browski described the species, converting Brisson's name to its Latin equivalent, Balena Nova Angle. In 1804, Lapicide shifted the humpback from the Baladine family, renaming it Balaenoptera jubardis. In 1846, John Edward Gray created the genus Megatapper, classifying the humpback as Megatera longpina. But in 1932, Remington Kellogg reverted the species name to use Bronsky's Nova Angela. The common name is derived from the curving of their back when diving, hence the word humpback. The generic names from the Greek mean giant and wing, refers to the large front flippers. 
genetic research in the mid-2014s by the British Antarctic Survey confirmed that the separate population in the North Atlantic, North Pacific, and Southern Oceans are far more distinctive than previously thought. Some biologists believe that these should regard as separate subspecies of humpback whales and that they are all evolving independently. A humpback whale can easily be identified by its stock body with an obvious hump and black dorsal coloring. The head and lower jaw are covered with knobs called tubercles, which are hair follicles and are characteristic of the species. The fluke tail, which lifts above the surface in some dive sequences, has wavy trailing edges. The four global populations all under study are North Pacific, Atlantic, and Southern Ocean humpbacks, which have distinctive populations which complete a migratory round trip each year, and the Indian Ocean population of humpback whales, which, interestingly enough, does not migrate, prevented by that ocean's northern coastline. The long black and white tail fin, which can be up to a third of the body length, and the pectoral fins have unique patterns, which make individual whales identifiable. Several hypotheses attempt to explain the humpback's pectoral fins, which are proportionally the longest fins of any seasin. The two most enduring mentions the higher maneuverability afforded by long fins, and the usefulness of increased surface area for temperature control when migrating between warm and cold climates. Humpback whales have 270 to 400 darkly colored baleen plates on each side of their mouths. The plate measures from a mere 18 inches or 46 centimeters in the front to approximately 3 feet or a meter long in the back, behind the hinge. Ventral grooves run from the lower jaw to the umbilicus about halfway along the underside of the whale. These grooves are less numerous, usually totaling 14 to 22 of them, than in any other oracles, but in the humpback whale, they are fairly wide. The stubby dorsal fin is visible soon after the blow when the whale surfaces, but disappears by the time the flukes emerge. Humpbacks have a three meter or 10 foot heart-shaped to bushy blow or exhalation of water through the blowholes. Because humpback whales breathe voluntarily, the whales possibly shut off only half their brains while sleeping. Early whalers also noted blows from humpback adults to be 10 to 20 feet or 3 to 6 meters high. 
newborn calves are roughly the length of their mother's head. At birth, calves measure six meters or 20 feet at two tons. The mother, by comparison, is about 15 meters or 50 feet. They nurse for approximately six months, then mix nursing and independent feeding for possibly six months or more. Humpback milk is 50% fat and is pink in color. Humpback females reach sexual maturity at the age of five, achieving full adult size a few years later. Males reach sexual maturity at approximately seven years of age. Humpback whale lifespans range from 45 to an amazing 100 years long. Fully grown, the males average 13 to 14 meters or 40 to 46 feet. Females are slightly larger at 15 to 16 meters or 50 to 52 feet. One large recorded specimen was 19 meters or 62 feet long and had pectoral fins measuring 6 meters or 20 feet each. The largest humpback on record, according to whaling records, was a female killed in the Caribbean. She was an astounding 27 meters or 89 feet long with a weight of 90 metric tons. Although the reliability of this information is unconfirmed due to the record being so old. Body mass typically is on the range of 25 to 30 metric tons, with large specimens usually weighing over 40 tons. The female has a hemispherical lobe about 15 centimeters or 6 inches in diameter in its genital region. This visually distinguishes males and females. The male's penis usually remains hidden in the genital slit. The varying patterns of the tail flukes are sufficient to identify individuals. A study using data from 1973 to 1998 on whales in North Atlantic gave researchers de detailed information on gestation times growth rates, and calving periods, as well as allowing more accurate population predictions by simulating the mark-release-recapture technique. A photographic catalog of all known North Atlantic whales was developed over this period and currently maintained by College of the Atlantic. Similar photographic identification projects have begun in the North Pacific by structure populations, level of abundance, and status of humpbacks, and all around the world. The humpback social structure is loose-knit. Typically, individuals live alone or in small transient groups that disband after a few hours. These whales are not excessively social in most cases. Groups may stay together a little longer in the summer to forage and feed cooperatively. Long-term relationships between pairs or small groups, lasting months or even years, 
have rarely been observed. Some females possibly retain bonds created via cooperation feeding for a lifetime. The humpback's range overlaps considerably with other whale and dolphin species. For instance, the mink whale. However, humpbacks rarely interact socially with them, though one observed an individual was observed playing with a bottlenose dolphin in Hawaiian waters. Courtship rituals take place during the winter months following migration towards the equator from summer feeding grounds closer to the poles. Competition is usually fierce, and unrelated males, dubbed escorts by researchers, frequently trail females as well as mother calf dyads. Males gather into competitive groups and fight for females. Group size ebbs and flows as unsuccessful males retreat and others arrive to try their luck. Behaviors include breaching, sky hopping, lobtailing, tail slapping, fin slapping, penduncle throws, charging and pairing. Whale songs are assumed to have an important role in mate selection. However, they may also be used between males to establish dominance. Females typically breed every two or three years. The gestation period is 11 and a half months, yet some individuals have been known to breed in two consecutive years. The peak months for birth are January, February, July, and August, with usually a one to two year period between humpback births. Recent research on humpback mitochondrial DNA reveal groups living in proximity to each other may represent distinct breeding pools. Humpbacks, though not known to be a very overly friendly species, have been observed interacting with other whale species such as the bottlenose dolphin. Right whales are often seen to interact with humpbacks and these behaviors have been recorded in all oceans. A record of humpback and southern right demonstrating what was thought to be a mating behaviors was documented off Mozambique coast. Humpback whales are also known to appear in mixed groups with other species such as the blue whale, fin whale, mink whale, gray whale, and sperm whale. Teams of researchers observed a male humpback whale singing an unknown type of song and approaches a fin whale in Rarotonga in the year 2014. Both male and female humpback whales vocalize, but only males produce the long, loud, complex songs for which the species is famous. Each song consists of several sounds in a low register, varying in amplitude and frequency, and typically lasting from 10 to 20 minutes. Humpbacks 
may sing continuously for more than 24 hours. Wow. Cetaceans have no vocal cords, so whales generate their songs by forcing air through their massive nasal cavities. Whales within a large area sing the same song. All North Atlantic humpbacks sing the same song, and those of the North Pacific sing a different song. Each population's song changes slowly over a period of years, without repeating. Scientists are unsure of the purpose of whale songs. Only males sing, suggesting one purpose is to attract females. However, many of the whales observed to approach a singer are other males, often resulting in conflict. Singing, therefore, may be a challenge to other males. Some scientists have hypothesized the songs may serve as an echolocative function. During the feeding season, humpbacks make altogether different vocalizations for herding fish into their bubble nets. Humpback whale sounds have also been found to make a range of other social sounds to communicate, such as grunts or groans, a thwop or a snort, and even a bark. Humpbacks feed primarily in summer and live off fat reserves during winter. They feed only rarely and opportunistically in their wintering waters. The humpback is an energetic hunter, taking krill and small schooling fish such as Atlantic herring, Atlantic salmon, caplin, and American sandlands, as well as Atlantic mackerel, pollock, and haddock in the North Atlantic. Krill and copepods have been recorded as prey species in the Australian and Antarctic waters. Humpbacks hunt by direct attack or by stunning prey by hitting the water with pectoral fins or flukes. The humpback whale has the most diverse feeding repertoire of all baleen whales. The most interactive technique is known as bubble net feeding. A group of whales swims in a shrinking circle, blowing bubbles below a school of prey. The shrinking ring of bubbles encircles the school and confines it in an ever smaller cylinder. The ring can be up to 30 meters or 100 feet in diameter and involve the cooperation of a dozen animals. Using a critter cam attached to a whale's back, researchers found that some whales blow the bubbles. Some dive deeper to drive the fish towards the surface, and others herd the prey into the net by vocalizing. Then the whales suddenly swim upwards through the nets, mouths agape, swallowing thousands of fish in one gulp. Plated grooves in the whale's mouth allow the creature to easily drain all the water initially taken in.
a study published in the April 26, 2013 issue of Science Magazine, documents a new form of bubble net feeding called lobtail feeding among a population of whales in the northern Atlantic Ocean. This technique, called lobtail, involves the whale slapping the surface of the ocean with its tail between one and four times before creating the bubble net. Using network-based diffusion analysis, researchers argue that the whales in the group learn this behavior socially from other whales in the group over a period of 27 years in response to a change in the primary form of prey. Giving scarring records on the bodies of humpbacks, killer whales are thought to prey upon juvenile humpback whales, although this has never been witnessed. The result of these attacks is generally nothing more serious than than some scarring of the skin. But young calves likely are sometimes thought to be killed. Humpbacks inhabit all major oceans in a wide band running from the Antarctic from the Arctic ice edge to 77 degrees north. Whales were once though not to have been present in the eastern Mediterranean or Baltic Sea, but there have been increased appearances in both waters in recent years. Along with the waters of Skagerrak and Kattegat, as well as in Scandinavian fjords, such as the Kievengen, where they have not been observed for long periods. They are migratory, spending summers in cooler, high-latitude waters, and mating and calving in tropical, subtropical waters. An exception to this rule is a population in the Arabian Sea, which remains in these tropical waters year-round. Annual migrations of up to 25,000 kilometers or 16,000 miles are typical, making it one of the mammal's best-traveled species. A large population spreads across the Hawaiian Islands every winter, ranging from the island of Hawaii in the south to Kiratol in the north. A 2007 study identified seven individuals wintering off the Pacific coast of Costa Rica as having traveled from Antarctic, the Antarctic, around 8,300 kilometers or 5,200 miles. Identified by their unique tail patterns, these animals made the longest documented mammalian migration. In Australia, two main migratory populations have been identified off the west and east coasts, respectively. These two populations are distinct, with only a few females in each generation crossing between the two groups. Camden Sound was newly established as a sanctuary for humpbacks in Australia. In Panama and Costa Rica, humpback whales come from both the southern hemisphere 
in July through October with over 2,000 whales, and the northern hemisphere between December and March with only about 300 whales to breed and to give birth. South Pacific populations migrating off mainland New Zealand, Kermadec Islands, and Tasmania are increasing, but in slower speeds than in Australian waters because of illegal whaling by the Soviet Union in the late 1970s. Some recolonization habits are confirmed, especially in North and South Atlantic. The English and Irish coast, the North Sea, the Wadden Sea, the South Pacific, New Zealand coast, the southern fords of Chile and Peru, and in Asia. Various areas in the Philippines, such as Babu Island and Pasalang Bay, Rikukyu Island, the Volcano Islands in Japan, northern Mariana Islands, have been re-established as stable, growing wintering grounds, while Vietnamese, Taiwanese, and Chinese coasts show slow or no obvious recovering yet. As the populations recover, concerns of entanglements and ship strikes are increasing, such as off Japanese coasts where whales began to migrate off Japanese archipelagos and into the Sea of Japan. Connection between these stocks and whales seen in the Sea of Hohuskdak on Kamchatka coasts and around Commander Islands have been studied. Whales have also historically migrated to Chinese and Taiwanese waters around Gangdong coasts such as off of Daya Bay, Hong Kong, and Lizu Peninsula to Hananan Island where possibly were wiped out by Japanese whalers that established various whaling stations in China and on Korean Peninsula among other species such as gray whales and North Pacific right whales. Whales in Korea and Chinese waters were wiped out by Japanese whalers, similar to many other species such as blue fin, the blue whale, the fin whale, and gray whales. Humpback whales were hunted as early as the 18th century but distinguished by whalers as early as the first decades of the 17th century. By the 19th century, many nations, the United States in particular, were hunting the animal heavily on the Atlantic Ocean, and to a lesser extent in the Indian and Pacific Oceans. The late 19th century introduction of the explosive harpoon, though, allowed whalers to accelerate their take, This, along with hunting in the Antarctic Oceans, beginning in the year 1904, sharply reduced whale populations. During the 20th century, over 200,000 humpbacks were estimated to have been taken, reducing the global population by over 90%. 
with the North Atlantic populations estimated to have dropped to as low as 700 individuals. In 1946, the International Whaling Commission was founded to oversee the whaling industry. They imposed rules and regulations for hunting whales and set open and closed hunting seasons. To prevent extinction, the International Whaling Commission banned commercial humpback whaling in 1966. By then, the population had been reduced to around 5,000 humpback whales worldwide. That ban is still in force. Prior to commercial whaling, populations of humpback whales could have reached 125,000. North Pacific kills alone are estimated at 28,000. The full toll is much higher and is now known that the Soviet Union was deliberately under-recording its catches. The Soviet catch was reported at 2,820 baleen whales captured and slaughtered, whereas the true number is now believed to be over 48,000 whales. As of 2004, hunting of humpback whales was restricted to a few animals each year off the Caribbean island Bequia in the nation of St. Vincent and the Grenadines. The take is not believed to threaten the local population. Japan had planned to kill 50 humpbacks in the year 2007-2008 season under its JARPA-2 research program starting in November 2007. This announcement sparked global protest. After a visit to Tokyo by the chairman of the International Whaling Commission, asking the Japanese for their cooperation in sorting out the differences between pro- and anti-whaling nations on the commission, the Japanese whaling fleet agreed no humpback whales would be caught for the two years it would take for the IWC to reach a formal agreement. In the year 2010, the International Whaling Commission authorized Greenland's native populations to hunt a few humpback whales for the next three years. In Japan, not only humpback, minks, sperm, and many other smaller whales, but also including critically endangered species such as North Pacific right, Western gray, and Northern fin, have been targets of illegal captures, utilizing harpoons for dolphin hunts or intentionally driving the whales into nets, and later reports to administrative or organizations or research institutions as cases of entanglements where fishermen tried their best to save the whales, but to no avail. This, of course, was not true. Those whales were hunted into those nets. Humpback whale meat can also be found on markets even today, and there has had been a case in which it was scientifically revealed that humpbacks of unknown quantities with other species were illegally hunted 
of anti-whaling nations by in uh, nations such as off of Mexico and South America. But the Mexican and South America, South Africans had nothing to do with it. It was the um, illegal nations doing it. The worldwide population is at least 80,000 humpback whales, with 18 to 20,000 in the North Pacific, about 12,000 in the North Atlantic, and over 50,000 in the Southern Hemisphere. Now this sounds great, 80,000 humpbacks, but that's down from a pre-whaling population of 125,000. So the numbers are getting better, but they still have a ways to go. In August 2008, the the IUCN changed humpback status from vulnerable to least concern, although two subpopulations remained endangered. The United States is considering listing separate humpback populations so smaller groups, such as North Pacific humpbacks, which are estimated to number 18 to 20,000 animals, may be delisted. This is made difficult by humpbacks' extraordinary migrations, which could extend 5,000 miles or 8,000 kilometers from the Antarctic to Costa Rica. In Costa Rica, the Balina Marine National Park is specially designed for protection of humpbacks. The species it concerned is considered least concerned from a conservation standpoint as of 2008. This is an improvement from vulnerable in 1996 and endangered as recently as 1988. Most monitor stocks of humpback whales now have rebounded well since the end of commercial whaling, such as the North Atlantic, where stocks are now believed to be approaching levels similar to those before hunting began. However, the species is considered endangered in some countries, including the United States. Although much was learned about humpbacks from whaling, migratory patterns, and social interactions were not well understood until researchers in the 60s thought to look about look to them there at this time in the 1970s early 1970s analysis of whale songs led to worldwide media interest and convinced the public that whales were highly intelligent aiding anti-whaling advocates The United States initiated a status review of the species on August 12, 2009, and is seeking public comment on potential changes in the species listing under the Endangered Species Act. Areas where population data are limited and species may be at higher risk include the Arabian Sea, the western North Pacific Ocean, the west coast of Africa, and parts of Oceania. The U.S. Department of Commerce commissioned a 2008 report entitled Splash, Structure of Populations, Levels of Abundance, and Status of Humpback Whales in the North Pacific, 
noted that there are many challenges to determine the determining the recovery of the previously overharvested population of the humpback whale in the North Pacific because of the lack of accurate abundant estimates the unexpected complexity of the structure of the whale population and their migratory movements between feedings and wintering areas according to the 2008 splash report there was based on data collected between 2004 and 2006 there were about 18,000 humpback whales in the entire North Pacific. The splash estimate is consistent with a moderate rate of recovery for a depleted population, although it's concerned to be a considered to be a dramatic increase in abundance from other post-whaling period estimates. Off the west coast of Canada, the Guahanas National Marine Conservation Area Reserve, which covers 3,400 square kilometers, is a primary feeding habitat of the humpback whale, the North Pacific population. Protected by Canada's Species at Risks Act, or SARA, humpback whales' critical habitat off the coast of British Columbia overlaps with tankers' shipping route between Canada and its eastern trade partners. In 2005, the humpback whale of the North Pacific population was listed as threatened under Canada's Species at Risk Act. In April 19th of 2014, the Department of Environment recommended to amend an amendment to SARA to downgrade the status of the humpback whales off the coast of British Columbia from threatened to species of special concern. According to the Committee of the Status of Endangered Wildlife in Canada, the humpback whale there has been increasing at about 4% each year from 1992 to 2008. Although no socioeconomic costs and benefits were considered in their decision to downgrade the status of the whales, according to the University of British Columbia, North Pacific University Marine Mammal Research Consortium. The decision was based on biology, not politics. The United Kingdom, among other countries, designated the humpback as priority species under the National Biodiversity Action Plan. The sanctuary provided by U.S. national parks such as Glacier Bay National Park and Preserve and Cape Hatteras National Seashore, among others, have also become major factors in sustaining populations. Today, individuals are vulnerable to collisions with ships, entanglement in fishing gear, and noise pollution. Like other whales, humpbacks can be injured by excessive noise. In the 19th century, two humpback whales were found dead near sites of repeated ocean sub-bottom blasting, with traumatic injuries and fractures in their ears. Saxitoxin, a paralytic shellfish poisoning from contaminated mackerel, has been implicated in humpback whale deaths 
humpback whales are generally curious about objects in their environment. Some individuals refer to as friendlies approach whale watching boats closely, often staying under or near the boat for many minutes. Because humpbacks are often easily approachable, curious, easily identifiable as individuals, and display many behaviors, they have become the mainstay of whale watching tourism in many locations around the world. Hawaii has used the concept of ecotourism to use the species without killing them. This whale watching business brings in revenues of $20 million per year for the state economy. There are a few famous humpback whales. The first is the, uh, the Tay whale. In December of 1883, a male humpback swam up the Firth of Tay in Scotland, past what was then the whaling port of Dundee. The whale was exhibited to the public by a local entrepreneur, John Woods, both locally and then as a touring exhibition, which traveled to Edinburgh and then finally on to London. The whale was dissected by Professor John Struthers, who wrote seven papers on its anatomy, and then, in 1889, a monograph on the humpback. The next famous humpback whale is Migaloo. Migaloo is an albino humpback whale that travels up and down the east coast of Australia and became famous in the local media on account of its extremely rare all-white appearance. Migaloo is the only known all-white humpback whale and is known to be a true albino. First sighted in the year 1991 and believed to be three to five years old at that time, Megaloo was named for an indigenous Australian word for whitefella. Megaloo was shown to be male in the year 2004 by analysis of the sloughed skin samples. Because of intense interest, environmentalists feared he was becoming distressed by the number of boats following him each day. In response, the Queenlands, Queensland and New South Wales governments introduced legislation each year to create a 50-meter or 1,600-foot exclusion zone around the whale. The final famous humpback whale is Humphrey the Whale, who was twice rescued (laughs) by the Marine Mammal Center and other concerned groups in California. In 1985... Humphrey swam into the San Francisco Bay and then up the Sacramento River towards Rio Vista. Five years later, Humphrey returned and became stuck in a mudflat in San Francisco Bay, immediately north of Sierra Point, below the view of onlookers from the upper floors of the Dakin Building. He was pulled off, pulled off the mudflat with a large cargo net and the help of the Coast Guard 
Both times he was successfully guided back to the Pacific Ocean using a sound net in which people in a flotilla of boats made unpleasant noises behind the whale by banging on steel pipes. A Japanese fishing technique known as oikami. At the same time, the attractive sounds of humpback whales preparing to feed were broadcast from the boat headed towards the open ocean. After leaving San Francisco Bay in 1990, Humphrey was only seen once at the Farallon Islands in 1991. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.